If you're going to let one stupid prick ruin your life, you're not the girl I thought you were. But to a certain type of woman, I'm a hero. All right, we're we're recording. This is the Ridiculous People Podcast. Hi, everyone. Hello. How's it going, y'all? My name is Liv Sangor. And I'm Alex Shannon. And and we're we're gonna talk about some movies. We're doing something kind of fun today. Yeah, a little off the charts, if you yes. will. But first of all, uh let's get into some socials. Yes, you can indeed. follow the podcast at a ridiculous pod on you Twitter. Can. You can follow me, Alex, uh, on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. at A L U X S H A N. Indeed. And I'm on Twitter and, and Instagram too at Liviosa, L I V I O S A H. Amazing. It is amazing. You know what else is amazing? What? Movies. Oh. Woo! Bow, 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 bow. All right. I will not dignify that with an air horn. <laughs> um, so sorry we missed the last week. We did. Uh, you went a week without us. Yeah. I hope I, you missed us. They, you if did. If you didn't, you just don't you. know you oh. did. <laughs> you did miss us. Yeah. This is so much. Um, anyway, so while we were off the airwaves and, you know, boiling in our day jobs Indeed. like live lobsters literally that's pretty yeah <laughs> um we um i saw the film struck struck film stuck film struck film struck i think it was i thought it was film struck. struck it was like film struck for or whatever yeah. and i think it was like some sort of promo thing for like an online mag or something oh word okay um but a bunch of people on twitter were like Oh, here are the four movies that are me. Right. And I saw it and immediately wanted to do it. And then I started grabbing screenshots of uh-huh. movies that I loved. And I realized that my desktop was like full of like 24 movies. Right, <laughs> right, like, right. There's too many. Oh, no. Yeah. So instead, I thought what we could do this week, um, we could talk about the movies that influenced us as teenagers. Yeah. Like the kind of movies where... They, like, got under your skin, whether they mm-hmm. were good or bad. Mm-hmm. They, like, influenced us moving For sure. yeah. into the world. Amazing. And and we we are people who like to make things. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. It, and I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like millennials talk too much about the stuff that influenced us as, like, babies. Yeah. Like, I feel like we talk too much about, like, classic Disney and stuff Definitely. like that. So I wanted to kind of move out of those films and move into the ones where it's, like, adolescent angst, what do we need in our souls? And, you know, me and Liv spent a lot of time watching movies by ourselves when we were teenagers. Definitely. We That's normal. how we – yeah, exactly. That's, like, what we did for fun while everybody else was, like, 100%. out. 100%. What was, your, what was your preferred method of obtaining new media when you were a teen? If you were going to go see a new movie, yeah. besides, like, going to the movie theater. For sure. How would you, like, get your hands on something? Um, That very much depended on where I was. But okay. in the States, it was the library. Yeah, explain no to doubt. the listeners why, like – your adolescence well, yeah. is broken up into two categories. So, yeah. I'm, uh, my my father moved to Germany when I was uh, about 12, 13. Yeah. And I um, moved with him, kind of. I, I spent every vacation in the States. I did a little bit of school in the States and then back to Germany. Um, and I, I sort of spent time in many, many places. Right. Um, but yeah, it was Munich and DC were my two sort of bases the whole time, like no right. matter where I was at. So those were the places that I consumed 
the most movies. I especially in the states, I did not have very many friends, so I tended to because you were going to school in Germany. So I like was school is where your friends are as a teenager. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Usually. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And I only went to school in the states for a little while. Um. In high school, so I had those friends, but those friends were weird too, and. <laughs> So most of the time here, I, I would just watch, I would watch movies at my mom's place while she was at work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would go to the public library, which was down the street from her apartment. I could walk there and I would walk and I'd get it because I was always on vacation when I was here. Yeah. And I would just binge on movies, the DVDs, because yes. we had a dope ass DVD Wait, player. Wait, I never knew that you also did that because I talk oh, yeah. about how I did that all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, it was, yeah, that's yeah, so funny. Always in, in D.C., that library was a fucking savior. And in Germany, my dad was very, I mean, my parents are lawyers, so there's very like, you have to get everything legally. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he did give me, he gave me like an allowance for entertainment per week. Oh, that's So amazing. I was allowed to like buy or rent. Do you find that, like, him. did you find that when, especially when you first moved, moved to Germany, yeah. it was like a huge culture shock. Did you like Ooh. turn to movies to get your like America fix? Oh my God. Yes, undoubtedly. <laughs> That's when I got into so much, especially TV. For yeah, me, was in okay, Germany, that it makes was long sense. Form. It's yeah, it's long form, mm-hmm. and it's and it's like more familiar. Yeah, yeah, in a way. And I would also watch. I would watch American movies that I knew really well in German with like oh, German subtitles as well sense. to try to learn the language. But honestly, not that often. It does work though. <laughs> so if y'all are trying to learn a language. That's I highly I recommend just a watching of, shit. I've heard a lot of people learn how to speak English via friends. Right, right. A, because there's so much of it. Yeah. And they yeah. talk about a lot of, like, commonplace things. They Definitely. use a lot of commonplace words and phrases and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my, like, tell me, so tell me about, so you did the library thing, I did the library right? thing, too. I was, I mean, I was obsessed with the library because I was a giant book nerd. Right. And, yeah, yeah. Um, there's this one gorgeous library um, by my parents' house mm-hmm. where I grew up, mm-hmm. and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I remember, <laughs> I like that there was like a teen section uh-huh. of books that right. I was growing out of, and it, it was really starting to frustrate me because there's yeah. also only like one shelf of like teen oh, books. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, so some at some point when I was like twelve, thirteen. <laughs> Hashtag, like, I am Matilda. Yeah. Uh, even though she was, like, four in that movie, whatever. Um, but, yeah, when I was, like, 12 or 13, I, like, moseyed over to, like, the adult fiction section uh-huh. and kind of made my way uh, into there. And literally halfway between the teen section and uh-huh. the adult section were the DVDs. Oh, wow. Like, it was on its way there. Uh-huh. And then i that's when I realized that they had, like, this giant treasure trove of DVDs. Oh, I see, I see. And I had never noticed it before because it was kind of off to the side. Sure, right. But it was like, yeah, that's the only way I found it. So oh, wow. then I, yeah, then I started becoming obsessed with specific actors because uh-huh, I wanted uh-huh. to be an actor. And, um... Do, like, a deep dive and I their, Yeah, and uh-huh. I started just, like, looking at all of their IMDb's and just trying to like check off every one of their movies. Right. And um yeah, I could find a lot of those weird, you know, two thousand two movies or whatever, uh-huh. like at the library. For DVD. sure, right. Yeah. yeah. That's the best place to find those kinds of things too. Like the ones that aren't necessarily gonna be like I don't know, like the big mainstream, like once everyone's talking about what you exactly. find. Exactly. Kind of- yeah. Because th- those ones, like at that point, on demand wasn't a thing. Right. Yeah. And Netflix was like um, a DVD mail order service mm-hmm. that n- people didn't have. But like Blockbuster was on its way out. Yeah. So it was kind right. of hard to like be able to find good media because I also was like very 
terrified of like illegally watching movies because exactly, my dad was yeah. in IT and was like, you're going to get so many viruses on your computer and I'm of not going to you a new one right. if you get, you know, viruses on it. And I was like, oh no. Um, <laughs> but I need that for Tumblr. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mainly got mine from the library. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then just like every once in a while I would like convince my parents to take me to like blockbuster i mean we mm-hmm. we were we weren't subscribers of blockbuster we were subscribers of hollywood video oh yeah which right, went right, out right. of business before blockbuster nice. it was the knockoff blockbuster uh-huh. uh but that was more like when i was younger mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i saw a lot of movies in theaters when i was a tween and teen yeah it was kind of yeah. like a thing that I could do right. on the weekends. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 That's like available to young teens. And like to be like, alone without their parents. Yeah. Especially in the suburbs because you have to get dropped off everywhere. Right. In right. Your car, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Movie history, y'all. Um, Alex <laughs> had a really fun idea to ask our parents <laughs> yeah. what they. Like was like what they had to say about us, like to summarize us in a few sentences. Yeah, so you can you guys can just like get a taste of yeah. what we were, what these two little nerds were like mm-hmm. as we were watching these movies that we're about to talk about. Yes. Okay. So, what did your parents say, Alex? <laughs> okay, so my mom said, "Dramatic, sensitive, and artistic with a flair for fashion." Incredible. Which, I honestly, that could all be taken seriously, or uh-huh. all be taken sarcastically, right, and it right, would. Right. Both definitions <laughs> would sum me up. Incredible. Um, <laughs> my dad said that I was caring, mm-hmm. independent, loyal, and creative AF. Incredible. And then he said, yeah, I just used AF. <laughs> and I was like, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And he like he like explained why he picked each word, which uh-huh. was like very sweet Bless. and stuff. But That's it was cute. a lot of like me babysitting my little brother. Right, Which right. also left me kind of time to oh, like sure, right. watch, watch movies, movies. Right. <laughs> you know because he was a toddler and I would just sit with him on the floor and be watching something and, right yeah know, whatever um yeah so Aww. that was that was me it was a lot of like you know theater kid uh-huh. angsty drama mm-hmm. like eyeliner but just on my bottom waterline <laughs> because I didn't know what I was up to because right. I didn't have YouTube tutorials I know kids these days have like better makeup than I do as a grown ass 24 year old woman and like <laughs> it's because they have YouTube and that's not fair we didn't we couldn't do I didn't that. have that no no we get to look like idiots yeah so I looked like an idiot <laughs> yeah. for a long time um I also went to Catholic school so right. I was in uniform constantly so I wore a million bracelets to oh, yeah, show yeah, yeah. that I and like you know weird nail polish all the time Mm -hmm. and um i had different colored laces in my in my uniform shoes Uh that i almost got in trouble for like a bunch of times and then the teachers would like go to try to like look up the rule that i was breaking Uh and they were like oh wait i guess there is no rule about shoes oh really Uh bitch i know yeah I could have been a lawyer. <laughs> Incredible. I was like, y'all didn't say nothing about no bracelets. <laughs> you didn't say anything about shoes. Yeah, there's places. nothing in the guidelines, yeah. in the bylines of the school uniform. That's book. right. Yeah. So that was that was what I was up to at and that you, time. And you knew you wanted to be an actor at this point, correct? Correct. Yeah. From or, the time I was I from the time that I retired from dance, quote unquote. Right, right. I was like a young professional dancer when I was oh my gosh. So sorry. Wow. 
It's time for Alex's. It's time to record the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you noticed. Wow. <laughs> wow, we started We're so early. We thought. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I retired uh, from like competitive dancing mm-hmm. uh, when I was like, I mean, I stopped being, I stopped competing when I was like 13. And then by the time I was 15, I mm-hmm. stopped going to dance class entirely. Right. Um, if you have seen Dance Moms, any of you? I was one of the children in Dance Moms. Yes. My parents were not show parents, and they still don't understand the whole <laughs> thing yeah. business of it. They think I'm crazy to be in it, but they're excited and they like movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, yeah, but um, yeah, I hit puberty, realized I wasn't going to get any taller, mm. and mm-hmm. had these boobs that ballerinas don't have, and I was sure. like, mm-hmm. oh no, what do I do next? And th- and then I decided that I could talk on stage instead. Yeah. <laughs> but like all of the dancers that I grew up with are all professional dancers now. That's crazy. I'm like I'm like literally the only one that is not like a dance teacher at the very least. Oh wow. Like they're all choreographers in uh-huh. professional troops, like hardcore shit. Right, they're, right. Yeah. I Who's mean they're that? all much taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, more, you know, dancer looking. I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was me, musical that, theatering and that in high school. But I, you know, I like the edgy musicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, right, right. I hated My Bye Birdie. <laughs> I loved Rent. <laughs> um, if I you Sondheim guys, <laughs> I remember one of my early like forays into your Facebook profile. Oh no, <laughs> when I was still like, who is this? And um, <laughs> because we had just gotten to college, so all of our most recent pictures were like a senior year of right, high school. That's right. So that's right. I remember looking through all of your theater pictures. I'm like, oh my god, wow, she was in so many plays. <laughs> um, all of the weird like dresses and like hats and shit. Oh my god, it's so crazy. And like these like fucking Britney mics that they right, put right. on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had. A, I mean, we had a really dope theater program. Mm-hmm. I will say, yeah. like. Um, the teenagers themselves didn't love it, but sure. the community loved it. That's good, though. It <laughs> my seems dad like was they're once... still into it too. Yeah. Like, yeah, my dad, my dad was once getting his haircut at a uh-huh. local barber shop and heard someone like bring it up. Oh wow! Like overheard someone like mention my performance. That's awesome. <laughs> As like hellowed fucking Dolly. Uh huh. Um. And yeah, and was like, that was my daughter. Because they were like, I didn't know anybody in the school play, but I saw that they were putting on a play at the local uh-huh. high school. So I went. <laughs> I don't Incredible. know why they're Southern in this story. Yeah, I'm not Southern. No, I'm from outside Philly. Um. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like, you know, it's right. it was kind of a big school and it was it was a big, beautiful right. auditorium and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. I do feel lucky in that regard, but I was bullied. <laughs> No, no, it was kind of likely, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> um, and I was—I mean, I think I was bullied less than other. Some other kids were bullied. I definitely got in some fights mm. over some like younger kids when I was like, for sure, you know, right, the right. theater president. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> duh. So that was me. I feel like that's pretty. Uh, I mean, yeah. sums it up. No, that yeah, that fo- and it follows. Like, yeah, it makes sense. If it's you go like on you my Instagram, <laughs> yeah, and if you go on my Instagram, you can see a couple texts that my my little sister gave me explaining how she remembers me as a teenager. Oh, that's you incredible. You can check it out on Instagram. It's pretty fun. That's so fun. Yeah. This was a fun question to ask. Yeah. Um, what did your parents say? My parents said, um, so my dad got back first. Um, he said, hold on, what did he say? He said that I was very inventive. 
he said that I would come up with solutions to things and he would just be like, what? <laughs> and just, he said he doesn't, he didn't understand how my brain worked, but was Good. in awe by it. He says I was a musical genius. I was a very competitive pianist mm. as a child mm-hmm. and I would compose a lot. Um, and I thought I was going to go to um, school for piano for performance. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, there's, but what if there's also pictures and music <laughs> and talking? <laughs> yeah. um, exactly, right? Yeah, right? We both were like, okay, but like now I have to open my mouth and say something. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what ended up happening. Um, yeah. So yeah, my dad always said, he told this story about um, when I would like, he would come into my room and he would say like, okay, clean this up. And then I would clean it and I would organize it. And he would come in and be like, what? (laughs) And I would be like, I organized it. And he'd be like, how, what does this have to do with anything? Or like, what do these piles mean? And I'd be like, well, and I'd explain it. And he was like, huh, I'd never thought of it that way, but you know what? Okay. And eventually he realized that like, that's just, I work differently than people he knows. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was his whole thing. My mother says my mother's was sappy, but Aww. bless her heart. Hi, mom. She, she, I hope she's listening. I told my parents to keep it short. I was like one sentence or less. Yeah, and they were like, okay. Well, I told my dad that too, and then he like was on the phone with me for twenty five minutes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Just yeah, telling see, stories. I, I had like, it in okay. the family group chat so that they all kept each other in right, check. Right, right. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what you got to know, right? Yeah. Um, my mom's in a jungle, so she didn't have much Fair enough. time. Um, but that's she right. said, she says, very mature, wise mm. beyond your years. Beyond the years of most 60-year-olds, smiley face. Amazing. Artistic, creative, kind, intellectually curious, and brave. Aww. That was cute. Yay. Um, yeah, that was one thing that my dad also said that reminded me of like what your dad was saying, too, uh-huh. like in an adjacent text. He mm-hmm. said, you always did what you, in all caps, <laughs> wanted to do. You never oh let anyone tell you what to do right. or how to be. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> but I was still stuck on that. Did you really just use AF? Um, AF. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I just used AF. Close this time. Amazing. Um, I told my dad what that means, and he was like, well, why don't you just say it? It's the same number of syllables. And I was like, it's true. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, it's true. It's, it's a text-based situation. I know. I know. He doesn't. He doesn't understand. Okay. Um, let's get into the movies. Let's do the movies. <laughs> so now you guys have gotten to know us a little better. Mm, yeah. And you'll see why all of these things that we're about to get into make a whole lot of fucking yeah, sense. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Alex. Yeah. What's your what's the first? These are in no particular order, by the way. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. Kind of- yeah. I mean, I can like I'm gonna group a couple of these together. Okay. In this one in this section right here right now okay cool okay so um two of the ones that i have on here are pirates of the caribbean Mm -hmm. and public enemies okay so pirates of the caribbean i guess it's like very early tween times yes um technically really before that right right i like saw the movie initially you Uh know and was like okay but then i decided when i was like a young tween that Uh johnny depp was my favorite actor yeah and like that's he's sort of like one of the first actors that I was like, I'm going to watch everything that he's ever been uh-huh. in. Right, right. And um, this is before... Yeah, I mean, this was, yeah, this is in the early 2000s. The like, we were all... beats his wife. No um, one knew. I didn't know. So, <laughs> I, so I, I went back and rewatched Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and 
um, that actually got me very much into pirates. Mm-hmm. Like I, oh right, right, right. I yeah. am a low key 18th century pirate aficionado now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. So there was that, and I mean, because I'm also like a history nerd, so yeah, yeah, it like really coalesced nicely. Also, Public Enemies mm-hmm. is another movie that he's in where he plays John Dillinger, mm-hmm. um who is a gangster around the time of Al Capone, uh-huh. a little less well-known, right. but also a little bit, I believe, a little bit more like Robin Hood sure, kind right. of vibes and like a little bit more interesting of a personality. Uh-huh. Um, and like he's like state-made. Mm-hmm. He was arrested really young and like was basically thrown into prison because like the town drunk when he was like a young teenager was like, come rob this store with me. And then he trusted the public defender as did his parents who were like, you know, up like stand up citizens in the town, but they were very poor. Mm -hmm. Um, They tried, they trusted them and they made a plea deal instead of fighting his Uh, case uh and being like, no, he was young. He was influenced by this like town drunk and like whatever, whatever. So then they, like, sent him to this hardcore prison right, for the maximum uh-huh. sentence of five years, and he learned uh, how to become a criminal. Right. And so then he became a criminal and started robbing banks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was, it's that sort of thing. But it's, like, very, like, kind of 30s, 40s romantic Tommy Gunn, like, idea. Right. Because they uh-huh. also, like, very much tried not to kill people. Like, they oh, okay. were not interested uh-huh. in that, him right. and his gang and stuff. That was good. Um, and, yeah, and the movie is really beautiful. It's Johnny Depp and Marion Cotillard plays his uh, oh, right. main love yeah, interest. Yeah. And it's really beautifully done. Like, mm-hmm. it's a really well-made movie. The music in it is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Uh-huh. Um, I listen to it still. Oh, wow. Like, it's very, very cool. It's very, very well um, utilized as mm-hmm. well. And uh, something that's not really in the movie but, like, is very interesting is, like, by the end of it, he wanted to be out of the fucking crime game so bad, he got plastic surgery on his face. Oh, wow. In his lawyer's kitchen. Oh, damn. That's crazy. Right? And so he would try to be, like, unrecognizable. And instead, the FBI shot him in cold blood coming out of a movie theater. Oh, well. Yeah, not, not much has changed. <laughs> it's fine. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wants to escape from a prison using um, just a wooden shape of a gun. Oh, wow. And, like, they just assumed because he had such a... You know, like a rep, right? Yeah, he had he had such like a mythology around him right. when he was still alive mm-hmm. that they thought that he had somehow managed to get a gun into the prison. That's crazy. Yeah, and he like drove off in the warden's car. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that the the guards outside wouldn't suspect. Like it was just it's it's really great. Johnny Depp gives an incredible performance in it. Um, yeah, I highly recommend that movie. And that like, I mean, I love old timey gangsters. Yeah, I love pirates. I used to really love Johnny Depp. That right. was the beginning of my romance with, you know, checking out a thousand DVDs from the movie the- yeah, from yeah. the fucking library uh-huh. and being like, oh my God. Um, yeah, so I, I freaking love those movies. Right. And they kind yeah. of both drove me into studying about, you know, different things. Because, I mean, John Dillinger and his gang are part of the reason why the FBI exists at all. Mm, uh-huh. J. Edgar Hoover kind of made it his goal to catch them. Oh, right. I've and, heard of yeah, that. That's why yeah, it's called Public yeah. Enemies. He's Public Enemy number one, and, like, his gang was Public Enemy number two, three, right. four, five, six, you know? Right, um, right. And it's because they they stole a car and moved it across state lines, and so mm-hmm. they were like, we need a federal crime-fighting task force. For sure, right. What do we, how do we do this? Um, and yeah, and J. Edgar Hoover's like ruthless 
fucking mm-hmm. chase after yeah, him that yeah. didn't really equal his crimes compared right, to like right. other people like Al Capone, which much bloodier. Yeah. Much, much yeah, bloodier. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but it was because the public loved him so much mm-hmm. that that really bothered you know, the authorities right. sure. because they, you know, when they would go into a bank, they would tell the people like some guy took his like this. I don't know if this is just a legend or whatever, but it's uh-huh. also in the movie. This guy takes his money out of his pocket and puts it on the ground and slides it towards one of the gangsters. Oh, I see. And the gangster looks down and goes, we're not stealing your money. We're stealing the bank's money. Uh-huh. And they were all like, whoa, you know right, what I mean? Like, right. They're like, cool me. I want to do, you know, cause they're coming out of the fucking depression. Like anyway, um, Really interesting movie. Yeah, it sounds super Those, interesting. Yeah. I remember when it came out, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It came out in... 2000, uh, 2009. Nine, right. 2009. Yeah. Yeah, super good. Love it. Good slick back hair. Classic. On all the guys. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Cut those sides short and keep that top long. Always. <laughs> Always. That's the look. It kind of is now again. It really is. It really is. The right. whole like fuckboy look. Yeah. That was the fuckboy look of the 30s, my it friends. It was. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, no, she's back. She's back. All right. What, what um, are your first? Well, uh, I'm going to. Do you have any couplings that you yes, can do? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to group some together as well. It, technically, it's four, but it's just because I couldn't pick a sequel. So, I mean, it's basically, it's the same difference. Um, mine is Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Okay. Yeah. Tobey Maguire ones, the Sam Raimi ones, um, and Batman and the Dark Knight. Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. So Spider-Man was one of the first movies I remember like being hyped to see in a theater. Oh, you know, yeah. the first uh-huh. one. Um, you put the years next to it, which I realized like <laughs> just a second ago was like, yeah, I have to find the years. And I didn't. <laughs> I forgot. I 2002. My, I did my homework. <laughs> so the first Spider-Man came out in 2002. And yeah. I remember being so excited because I loved Spider-Man comics as yeah. a wee wee babe. And right. um, <laughs> just thought it was so fucking cool. Hell yeah. And when the movie came out, um, I had seen a handful. My dad's a huge comic book fan. So I'd seen a couple like sort of superhero mostly cartoons Mm -hmm. and I was never impressed with them and I was sort of like it's really a shame that they can't figure out how to make a a comic book a good movie because at that time you have to think of it like they really didn't they really didn't Mm -mm. yeah they had the old Batmans but like that was kind of it Mm -hmm. and Superman I guess but like they weren't like considered good movies they all, yeah they weren't marketed you know? to the mass right audiences that the marvel exactly. movies are now right yeah and this was one of the first marvel movies to like really just Do be that. big and i definitely was just blown away and it was so <laughs> fun and like i still i own both of those movies i watch them all the she time she really does like, yeah she'll be like oh i was just watching spider-man too and i'm like yeah wait yeah. What? Oh my god, right? <laughs> and regardless of whether or not like I still maintain that I, I think do, like I do really like those. They're yeah. The original Toby Maguire ones I do like they're them. They're fine. And, I and mean he's obviously a good. I mean, you know, he was a very good Spider-Man, you know, yeah. I think um he looks, you know, 30, but to me at that age, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, that's yeah, true. that's a 16 year old, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so true, though. You know, yeah, um, yeah. When you're like twelve and looking at Tommy Ryan, you're like, yeah, that's what I should look like in like five years. Yeah, exactly, right, a hundred percent. Um, so I used to love that. I loved both of those, and I when I saw the Batman Begins first, and then and then the Dark Knight. That was when I sort of realized that these kinds of movies, like superhero movies, could also be meaningful yeah. and could also be 
And this is when I was getting into like darker movies. And I was right. like, what's the subtext? Because I'm going to go to film school. You know, it was like around <laughs> then when when Batman Begins came out. And I realized yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, you can do that with a superhero movie. You don't have yeah. to just do a fun, fluffy piece, you know, right. that's supposed to be something for kids to look up to. And it, it taught me a lot. Batman really taught me a lot about antiheroes and how to write an antihero. Amazing, yeah. Um, which I think I've really taken with me, you know, just going forward. I think and all of pop culture has too. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, and it's <laughs> so are, ironic. Those are super influential. Exactly, yeah. right? And Anybody who says different is just lying. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's ironic that I'm, I'm talking about this now because we're about to go see the Avengers, which is like true. this after this like 10 year long, like shared right. universe of movies that I maintain would never have happened if it wasn't for Spider-Man and Batman. Um, I agree. And yeah. And, and, you know, Chris Nolan is one of my favorite directors. And that was oh, right. um, so it's actually not Batman Begins was not the first movie I'd seen by him, but it was the first movie I liked by him. OK, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I've sort of gone back and learned to appreciate the rest. But I remember that being like. God bless. Yeah. Was- I just. Oh, my gosh. I just also realized that I completely forgot a movie that should have been grouped into what I was just talking about. Oh, uh-huh. the height. So the height of my Johnny Depp obsession and what I maintain today was the best acting job he's ever done mm. and probably will ever, ever do at this point yeah. <laughs> um, is The Libertine. Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really specific movie. It's about um, a playwright of like the French court mm-hmm. um, in like the 1700s, I believe. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it's, it's very like strange and sexual and uh-huh. interesting. And he basically was just like challenging the notions of like what it is that you can write. Cause when you said like, I'm starting, to, I was starting to get into darker movies. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, the Libertine, like something right, in my right. brain, like mm-hmm. something went off in my brain when you said that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and that was, like, very cool to be, like, the rebel artist to talk about things that people didn't want to talk about. Right, And right. there's, like, this great back and forth between him and this actress that he's, like, mentoring, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and, like, is trying to fuck as well. Yeah. Um, and the movie begins with an incredible monologue just straight to camera. Mm, uh-huh. And it's just Johnny Depp giving a monologue to camera. And his, like, death from, I believe, syphilis is, like, sure. very graphic and right. a very well-performed piece and mm-hmm. he like should have been nominated for things for that I don't think that he was mm. I don't think a lot of people saw it because even now it's like taboo what right. is going on in that movie yeah, yeah. Um, and what he was trying to put on stage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah The Libertine you guys should watch that too everyone watch it and if y'all haven't seen Batman and Spider-Man I don't know where the I fuck you've been I don't know what been. you've been doing <laughs> so, go watch I them mean. they created yeah I, I think that's totally real in that like it helped instill a lot of things in like you, but also it really pushed pop culture. It did. Yeah. yeah. To where we are literally this to today, this, this day. Um. That's Liv and I'm Alex and we're the ridiculous people podcast. We are. Um, have a follow of us. At, <laughs> have a follow. Have a follow. Give a follow. Give a follow. Take a Take follow. A, follow. <laughs> a ridiculous a follow. pod at a ridiculous pod on Twitter. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. And I'm uh, at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Alex, let's, let's, let's do more. This is fun. Okay, great. I know, right? So fun. Um, okay, let's see. Which one next? Um, I guess something kind of fun. And okay. I will say 
Again, this is a little bit cheating. It was a little bit before I was like a tween, okay. I suppose. Sure. Um, but then I really appreciated it a lot when yeah. I was a teenager yeah. and I prided myself on making all my friends watch it. <laughs> right. It was like that thing. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. But The Birdcage. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, right, right. 1996. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams, Matthew yeah. Broderick. Fucking all-star cast. There's like a bunch of other fa- – yeah. like, there's just a bunch of other people. But it centers right. on Matthew Broderick. And Robin Williams, and they are incredible Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs who own a drag club in Miami, and they Mm -hmm. live above it, and um, they have this son who's now (laughs) becoming a yuppie, Uh and they're like, I don't understand what's going on. And then he (laughs) decides that he wants to marry the daughter of a senator, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's time for the senator's daughter to meet the family. Uh And the senator and his wife to meet the family. Right. Uh, or something. I It's like a senator. I think it's a senator and like a high-powered businesswoman are like uh-huh. her parents or mm-hmm. something. But essentially, they're like yuppie scum. And, right, right. <laughs> and they're like super boring and super mm-hmm. tight-laced and it's annoying. <laughs> and so they try to pass as like a regular schmegular family. Right. Even though Matthew Broderick is like, an in, like a very like well-known basically mm-hmm. famous drag queen right right and robin williams like is the owner and like runs the show and is the choreographer and it's so fun mm-hmm. it's just so fun and funny and is so me <laughs> yeah that's so true yeah you know uh yeah it's just like fun feather boas mm-hmm. and matthew broderick crying mm-hmm. and being like why doesn't my son love me and like how did we lose him to this what did you your know? friends think when when they watched it i mean you? first of all they thought i was crazy uh-huh. well no i mean they, like, <laughs> here's the thing um i was friends with a bunch of people who were trying to be as artsy as possible by sure, that point right, when i was right. like a, you know a young tween into my teen yeah. years um my close friends who mm-hmm. were trying to be artsy were trying to be artsy through the movies that they watched and that uh-huh. they liked so you know i would show it to them and I don't know that they fully got it, but they were like, okay, oh, I yeah. recognize this as a movie that, like, I should definitely be liking, Okay, I think, question mark. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think um, they thought it was funny, okay, but I don't think yeah. that they, like, had the true deep love for it that, sure, like, I yeah. do still to right. this day. Mm-hmm. And, like, reference a lot. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, not a lot, but, like, in my brain, re- I reference yeah. it. Heard, you've referenced it yeah. aloud. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever I wear too much makeup or yeah. foundation, I just picture the one moment where you know, uh, Robin Williams goes over and wipes. Oh, right. Wipes her face, wipes Matthew Broderick's face while he's in drag Mm -hmm. and like smears it on the wall. Mm -hmm. And there's just like a streak of Mm -hmm. foundation. It's really fun. Um, It's a super funny underrated movie. And if it's like ever on TV when I'm, like around a TV that has yeah I mean, cable yeah <laughs> exactly yeah cable. but whenever it was on TV growing up we like my whole family would just stop drop and watch it Amen. like we're obsessed with that movie those family movies are always fun too and you know not, the ones that you it, watch I, the with the thing is like I don't think it would be traditionally well, no, I'm not talking about like family yeah, yeah yeah no I'm not saying like like the movies that you watch with your family it's true though you know? yeah it's a hundred percent real um. Yeah, it's just the it's just all of the really fun ideas about performativity and what family looks like and yeah. 
what gender roles look like and who can raise a child. You know, right. like it's just all about like love and fun yeah. and acceptance. Well, I remember, I mean, I don't rem- I admittedly don't remember it very well. I think Ugh. I've seen it maybe. Let's tw- rewatch I'm, it. I've seen it maybe twice. But Let's rewatch as a, it as a young baby. Oh my God. But um, I remember it being pretty like woke. Yeah. You know? they have. Like, I think Hank Azaria is their uh, uh, like, a uh, manservant sort okay. of person, uh-huh. and he's just like constantly in like tiny little Daisy Dukes uh-huh. and nothing uh-huh. else. And then they make him wear like shoes uh-huh. when her parents come over, uh-huh. and he like right. falls down every four seconds. Right. Like it's like very classic old school humor mixed in with like all of this commentary about like For the sure, drag right. scene and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah, amen. That's cool. a fun one. I remember that being a fun one. Yeah. Oh, love it. And yes. like, I mean, who doesn't love Robin Williams? Exactly. In, like, some like weird fabric pants. Always, the whole time, right? <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll do fun one, yeah, too. That's also kind of cheating because uh, it was, I've I also saw it when I was very, very young yeah. and loved it, but then came to appreciate it on a deeper Even level, more, yeah. Back to the Future, it's oh, honestly yeah. on my top five movies of all time. I don't it's understand, it's like. I remember watching it. Love. Oh my god! I have the shoes, not the like fancy, expensive ones, the the like magnetic lace ones. But I have the um the ones from the beginning of the movie. Yes, the red Nike yeah. Bruins that Marty McFly wears. I like own those. Um, I just think it's such a great and silly and ridiculous movie. I love that like, movie so much too. Right. The reason it's not on my list is because I feel like I I did go through a period when I was a teenager. I was kind mm. of a dick, and I was like. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, it's not even a good movie because a lot of people like it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. And it's one of those. Well, I remember watching it. But I always as a, it. Yeah. Yeah. When I was reading all my screen, I had a period where I would just like read a bunch of screenwriting books as a teen. And I remember watching that, rewatching that movie and being like, this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like when you think about it, the first thing was like, Marty McFly has no character arc. <laughs> like he, no, he doesn't, doesn't learn any, you know, he doesn't no. like want anything except maybe I guess for his parents to be cool. And that's then right. like, he doesn't like have a deeper need or like, that's no. like, you know, gain a deeper understanding. He saves doc. Like that's kind of cool. But like, the, you know, Doc it, and his what, relationship is never it explained. Makes no sense. There's like very much almost <laughs> incest weird. a bunch. Oh my god! Like, and then he has to like stop. Like he like <laughs> has to get his dad to help. I know stop when he's his like mother's assaulting while his while his mother is trying to fuck him. <laughs> like know. it's very fucked. I know. Right? And also, I mean, there is that one really problematic part where he like tries to te- he like teaches everyone about rock and roll or whatever. He's yeah. like, hey, black folks. I know. Here's what rock and roll is. And like is. that guy is behind the scenes like, hey, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin Barry. I mean, like when you look <laughs> into this movie, you're like, what the fuck there is cracks, this? But, but like, all put together, it's something magical happens. Um, I, I think it's incredible. Um, I love and still to this day will watch anything that Michael J. Fox is in. Yeah. Um, I used to love Me too. freaking, what was it? Um, uh, oh my God, that show that he was in. Um, Family Ties. Family Ties, there we go. Cool. Um, yeah, I used to love Family Ties because it would come on after, R.I.P. again, The, the Cosby, Cosby Show, show. on yeah. Nick at Night, and yeah. I would watch it. Um, and he was great as Alex Keaton. And fun story about that movie, when he was filming that, he was still doing Family Ties during the day. Yeah, he, like, almost died. Yeah. Like, shooting that movie. He was 24, um, so he was our age. R.A.P. my life. I know, right? <laughs> um, but he was, he always says, like, I had to do it. It, like, I had to. It was perfect, and it was weird, and it was so fun. Um, so, and, and 
Yeah, I don't even. I, it's it's time travel. It's super fun. I like the sequels too, but not nearly as much. Same. Um, it's Same. just it's a fave for reasons that are hard to explain. My parents. Okay, fun fact. Okay, my parents. Oh yeah, growing this is up, really fun. My whole life, <laughs> my parents used to like flick my head <laughs> and say, "Think McFly, think." And I thought the word McFly was just. And the name of a stupid person. Right, like I thought it was just a it was just a common like, phrase. On, right. Yeah, like a dummy or a Nimrod. Right. A McFly. A Mc- <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw that movie and went, Oh my God. I was like ten years old and my parents had already said that to me enough right, to like, like scar drill my brain into your forever. Head. And then I saw it and was like, Are fucking, you fucking biff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, like that's of all the lines. It's like the one think that, McFly, it's the think. one that like the definition of an eighties like, bully. Like, they used to always like giggle to themselves afterwards too because they like so knew funny. it was bad. You know what oh I mean? My, God. my parents. Anyway, <laughs> I love that. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Well, it's because like I also, I mean, fair, fair enough. Like I acted like I was forty years old by the time I was right. like ten. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they yes, yeah, so they would joke around with me like I was an adult. Um, just hilarious. Anyway. All right, Alex. <laughs> Pink McFly. Um, okay, here's a pretty straightforward one that yeah. is like, uh, this changed my life when I saw it. Yeah. It was, I was having a sleepover. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, sleepovers. Hashtag, yeah. I was like, hashtag 16, hashtag sleepovers oh, yeah. at my friend's yeah. house. Um, and she was like, have you guys ever seen this movie? I just discovered this movie. Uh-huh. And we were all like, no. And she's like, you have to watch it. And she was always like my friend that watched like cooler mo- movies than me. Or right, at least that's right. what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, and yeah, like she was the one like watching Dexter as it aired. And I was right, like, that's right. too scary for me. And then like, <laughs> you know, like seven years later, I watch it. And I'm like, oh, this is hella good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm really into this. <laughs> So she showed us Heathers. Yes. 1988. Yeah. Um, And my brain fell out of the side (laughs) of my head. And I was like, I didn't know you could do that. I want to do that. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Forever. I want to do that thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, everything about it was perfect and amazing. And I was Winona Ryder and I hated everybody Mm -hmm. whose name was like, who (laughs) had the same name. And so, and yeah, and I had just gone through like a period of trying to, like, you know, I got to high school. I had like one really good close friend and we both <laughs> we went to a homecoming football game. Didn't have anybody really to talk to. I had like one girl from my one class who was like had a big group of friends. And then we sat down in front of the school waiting for my dad to pick us up. And we just looked at each other and went, we have to make friends. Let's make a pact to make more friends. Incredible. <laughs> so then we made a bunch of shitty friends. Right. Um, who you know, weren't so nice essentially. And like, we're kind of shitty and not cool. And you know, I, but they threw parties where there were alcohol and boys. And so like, okay, yay. But then when I wanted to talk about politics, everybody shut down. What? (laughs) Why not? We're 15. (laughs) Come on. Um, (laughs) Amen. It's like, anybody want to talk about gangsters, pirates? No. Okay. (laughs) Just drink. Okay. Well, Mm, okay. I don't want to do that with you. You guys suck. Um, So, I basically had just kind of shed myself of those friends over a summer because right. that was the easiest way to do it in high school. Yeah. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, I watched Heathers and was like, oh, my God, 
Right, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God, perfect. I don't want to be popular. I want to blow up my school. No, I don't (laughs) want to blow up my school. I'm not saying I mean, neither did she. No, she didn't. No. Um, You thought she did for like a sec. Exactly. And I was like, wait. (laughs) It's too much. But like the whole thing with JD and like everything, it was just like, oh my God, yes. Like that was everything I wanted for my tiny teen life. And and then eventually everything I wanted out of my movies too. I want subversiveness. I want like a, you know, a nod to while you're flipping off the people that came before you. Yeah. You know, I've seen all the yes. John Hughes movies leading up to that. Yep. My mom is a big like yep. rom-com fan. And like, she was like, you have to watch pretty in pink. You have to watch 16 candles. You have right. to watch breakfast club. And I, you know, I like the breakfast club out of all of them the most, Definitely. but that was just because I was like super attracted to the like bandana kid. That was like, my dad oh, used to scar Judd me Nelson. on my fucking arm yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no dad. What about you? I'm like 13. And this guy's like 40 on screen. Literally. Like, oh, yeah. That's another one. I was like, that's what teenagers look like. And I watch it now and I'm like, boy, you 40. Like, what are you doing in high school? Well, Emilio Estevez next to your mortgage ass. Like what? <laughs> kid has this dude has fucking four kids a I mortgage know, literally and a lawn to mow. like fucking crow's and he's like yeah and he's like i'm a junior I know. <laughs> but oh i was like a young teen and i was like oh yeah what is this feeling yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Like, wow i love him i don't know why but i just like sweat every time he comes on yeah. screen um yeah so it was like it's that it was that thing it was like right. the grunginess right that was yeah. finally seeping through the like 80s bullshit yeah essentially definitely you know right right um i, I really think that loved it. i think that I, heather's is on my list as well um hell I yeah think you talk about your experience my, Heathers. well i i honestly think i'm a big fan of a little bit more sort of re- the the recent crop of teen movies yeah that are you know i i would argue would not exist without heather's like That's, mean oh, girls 100%. wouldn't have happened without heather's oh my god yeah jawbreaker wouldn't have happened without heather's like you know, yeah. it, that was all because of this. And um, I think what we think of the teen movie now is Heather's, you know, like, yeah, or a, vari- more, it's, a, a it's, variation. Yeah, it, it's, you know? it's like it lies somewhere between Heather's and John Hughes. Exactly. Right. But it's it can't be John Hughes anymore because no. that's already uh-uh. been done. No, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I loved I loved Heather's. I watched it. Um, I watched it right after I watched Mean Girls because I saw Mean Girls and I was like, I want more of something like this. Something like this, this is great. Oh, cool. Um, and everyone I would ask would say like, oh, Heather's. You know, if you like Mean Girls, you like Heather's. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I ended up watching it. That's when I got from the library. Oh, um, nice. So I asked the librarian. I was like, you have the movie Heather's? And she had no idea what I was talking about. Really? And then I, she ended up like looking it up and shit. But um, yeah, I watched that and, and I thought it was so funny. I loved the way... Like the 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 weird slang in it. Oh my god! Yeah, was just brilliant. Like, it, like, what's your damage? And just like, like fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Yeah, like, I just like put. I like was. I had a shit eating grin on my face uh-huh. from the minute like her head got hit with a croquet oh ball my god. until yeah. the very fucking last. Shot. Yes, I was just in awe and so excited. Right, right. Yeah. Um. My so I maintain that my favorite part of that movie is when they find those two guys who quote shot each other in the forest and they find mineral water in there and they're like they were gay. (laughs) (laughs) I just I lost my shit as a as a teen. I was like, my favorite, my absolute favorite part of the movie still is when they actually kill the first Heather. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. And she, I mean, (laughs) when she falls through the glass table and then suddenly something that was when my brain broke apart when I went. Yeah. Oh, they actually murdered this yes, girl. Right. 
okay, everything's different now. Mm-hmm. The paradigm of what this movie is yeah. is different. Yep. And the paradigm of what these kinds of movies can be is different. Yes, and right, like, right. I just got so fucking excited. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it changed the game. And it honestly, right after I watched that movie, I started writing. It was at the time a movie which has turned into like a t- whole show and like gotten a lot more like me too, it, admittedly. Yeah. But like... <laughs> I started writing this piece and I mean, it just says something that it's still something that I think that you're about. still working on. Um, yeah. The name is the same even, you know, that's the only thing that's the same, honestly. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just something that I was like, oh, wow, this is cool that you can do this. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's yeah, it's, I think it's a titan of teen cinema. Oh, my gosh. A hundred percent. I would say it's a titan of cinema in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. We love Heather's. <sighs> I fucking love Heather's. <laughs> Like crazy. Oh yeah, okay. 2011. Okay. Um, I saw this with my friend Carly. Mm-hmm. Shout out Carly. Um, in high school. Mm-hmm. And it, like I went into it knowing absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. It stars Felicity Jones and Anton Yelchin. Yep. R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. We R. lost R. an incredible talent with him. Yeah. Um, but it is. A mostly improvised, mm-hmm. like actually the dialogue is completely improvised mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an indie movie and it's it's just about um, two young students who mm-hmm. are about to graduate from college. Yep. They meet, they have a relationship. She's British. Mm-hmm. Felicity Jones is also just British. She's just a British FYI. person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she is a British person. Um, they, you know, meet. They have a like a whirlwind relationship, and then they go through the perils of dealing with her visa uh-huh. and being long distance and getting right. back together and getting split up and blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is in it right before she got famous. She oh, has right, a very That's small part in it. It's oh like the God. first time I ever saw Jennifer Lawrence on camera. Right. I forgot um, about that. It's before she landed the Hunger Games. Right. Yeah. Uh, it huh. is to this day one of my absolute favorite mm-hmm. romance movies ever of all mm-hmm. time. Um, and there's just something about the way that it's shot. Yeah. It's, I mean, the, the coloring is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so gorgeous. Um, it was one of the first improvised movies that I have ever seen mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. that I, that I ever personally saw with right, my own two right. beady little eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it's just so gorgeously done. Right. They act with their entire bodies. They yeah, yeah. feel actually truly in love with each other. Right. And like, I don't know, the I feel like the trick of every rom-com is trying to convince the audience that these people actually do care about each other, even yeah. though you watched them meet 15 minutes ago. Right, right. In your time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's one of the only movies that has actually actually mm-hmm. got me you know what i mean like it actually i was actually like i'm i'm along for the ride yeah yeah you know um and it's it's just gorgeous yeah it's just yeah. gorgeous he wrote like a the director is the quote-unquote writer he right. wrote like a 40-page outline gave it to them mm-hmm. and then they just off they went yeah and it's just i love that well movie. they actually that was one of the this is actually that's the second movie i think i saw at sundance um ever um, and oh, that was shot on a DSLR. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew that. It had like no budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, I knew that it had like no budget, yeah, but I didn't yeah. know it was shot on a shot friend. DSLR. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. The only person they had on a panel there was the DP. And he was just like, yeah, I shot it on DSLR. And everyone was like, the fuck? And then like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
And it's just, it, yeah, I think the whole movie really like does center on the performances. Definitely. But I do yeah. think that the, the post color I mean, helps they, a lot. I was going to say it is, it is still very pretty. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show that I think it, you don't need a fucking Ari Alexa for everything. You, you know? really don't. Yeah. And, um, you know, if my short ever gets cut together, <laughs> it will, you know, we just have no money. <laughs> I know. I know we don't. <laughs> I know, um, but I'm saying to the people. Yes, yes. If my short ever gets yes. cut together in the future someday, yeah. you will see how deeply influenced I was by mm-hmm. that movie. For sure. Um, especially my first short that I directed. It's like heavily yeah, that, definitely. you know, and it was shot on a DSLR. It was. Hey, wow. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, my God. Wow. So much Incredible. <laughs> you guys. It, yeah, I meant to do that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't improv, though. No, it wasn't. I wrote the lines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, makes sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Cool. Like crazy. Like crazy is a good one. Oh, I remember also we ate Cold Stone ice cream off of the trunk of her car in the parking lot oh, of nice. the movie theater afterwards and just talked about how much we love the movie. Uh-huh. That's where I was while Lou was at Sundance. <laughs> well. <laughs> Suburban movie theater parking lot. <laughs> I was smoking. A, I was an edgy teen, so I was smoking a cigarette. I gave a lighter to Rob Lowe, but I didn't know it was Rob Lowe. <laughs> oh Someone told me later. God. Um, I would. I fucking would have envied the fuck out of you if I had known who you were as a teen. <laughs> oh I would have been like, I, "Oh my god, I can't believe she gets to do all those things." Yeah. I well, yeah, you know, I had to pay for it all myself. Yeah, um, word. But I figured it out. Yeah. Um, gear change from that. Uh, the Matrix. <laughs> oh my God! Um, I yeah. watched that when I was. I watched it first way too young, and I genuinely didn't. I don't remember it. Um, yeah, it didn't compute. Yeah, word. Um, then I watched it again when I was thirteen, and my father left, and he had gone away for the weekends, and I was alone, and I wasn't. I didn't throw parties because I was frightened, so I no word. just Me watched neither. movies. And also, my parents never went anywhere without us. <laughs> so Fair, that right, never right, happened. right. And my other way is like jet off somewhere, and he'd be like, "You'll be fine, right?" So I would just sit at home, <laughs> and I um watched. I, he, I went through. I went into his movie cabinet which is all like cool sci-fi stuff. And I picked mm. up the matrix and I was like, fuck all my cousins love this. My father loves this. And I don't remember what the fuck happened in it. I just remember there was some leather or whatever. <laughs> and I put it in the thing. And I think I had like a beer because I remember it was like buzzed. So I think I like took one of his beers as well. Um, <laughs> Drinks a single beer and watches the matrix. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was a child. And, um, <laughs> is, is a dude, bro. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was just, just floored um by just every aspect it's a fucking incredible movie fucking crazy um it was i i remember thinking that the like design of it Mm. was so interesting and like it just the way it just started yeah god did that influence you oh yeah oh my god um (laughs) your personal style my personal yes deeply influenced like almost like it's like a solid 85% the matrix. Um I thought I Trinity so I'd never really seen an action movie that had a woman who shot guns. Who fucking kicked ass. Yeah. yeah. You know? Took names in a leather um, trench coat. Yeah, right? Hell fucking yeah. I was just in um, amazed and it's I important. loved um the whole concept of I mean obviously that whole thing of being like we're in a simulation has been like so done now, but I remember right. at that point when I was watching it and, like, I had just gotten my own computer for the first time. And, like, 
you know, that whole, you know, hacking thing was like just becoming a thing. Yeah. And I was just, it was, I, I was blown away and it made me want to watch and make more action films. Um, Fuck yeah. And it was, yeah, I mean, it was just something, It I've been thinking a lot actually about how The Matrix sort of ties into sort of more modern action movies, especially those just sort of general like shoot 'em up flicks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of the strengths of the good ones, like John Wick and stuff, is yeah. that it's taking a lot of those things from The Matrix, which has just sort of been like, you know, the reason that they could get away with just shooting indiscriminately and shit and like what would be mass murder, you know, <laughs> yeah. was that it was like none of no, nothing is real, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And that, that's you know, really interesting. that sort of, yeah. And that's something that sort of left a lot of those kinds of things, which is why I think a lot of times it can be hard to watch, you know, I, right. I find it hard to watch like movies where they just shoot. They just uh, kill a fuck stuff, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unless they're like zombies or something. Um, but I think, yeah, that was what That's made right, yeah. the Matrix work, you know. And yeah, like, absolutely. A computer program and well, yeah, and like you know, the idea of like computer versus man applied to the classic myths, yeah. you know. Right, it's right. literally the hero's journey. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. very much straightforward. The hero's journey. And, yeah, yeah. But like with this added terror of the technological revolution. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like amazing. Um, and brought up such interesting like concepts about personhood and what it means to like be a human being. And, like, oh my God. Yeah. That was just great. Wow. Also like, oh my God, a hundred percent did that fucking influence your personal aesthetic. That oh yeah. So funny. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's so funny. That <laughs> yeah, makes right. every bit of sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Also, Jada Pinkett's hair in that movie was insane. Yeah. And I loved it. Perfect. Um, (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, guys. That was part one. Yeah. We got a lot more to talk about. We do. So we decided this is going to be a two-barter. We need to, because we need to do justice to these things. They mean so much to us. They do. Um, So tune back in. Yeah. And you can... You know, keep adding these things to your Netflix queue and your Hulu queue. Yeah, we hope that it's inspired you yeah, to check some check new stuff out. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Have follow the podcast as well for some more updates and fun stuff at a ridiculous pod on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on that shit all the time. Amen. At Alex Shan, A L U X S H A N. Yep, and I'm at Liviosa, um, L I V I O S A H. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah, the internet junk drawer is the fact that you should fucking watch these movies. Agreed. You can find them go on, on the, the internet. internet. Ooh, that was or good. Or go to your local library. Honestly, and yes. Rent no, a it's DVD. True. Especially for some of this. Yeah. <laughs> rent a DVD player. Yes. Rent a DVD. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And watch them. Yeah. And pretend like you're sitting next to us in 2007. Yes. And we're all watching it together. We're all teenagers and it's fun and we're all so angsty Yay! and nervous. <laughs> oh my God. I'm Bless. so sweaty. Do you think he's going to text me? I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't have texting yet. I hope he doesn't text me. <laughs> my mom's going to get mad. <laughs> it caused so much to accidentally, you know when you accidentally went on the internet? Yep. That's the internet junk drawer. Anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of this episode. Bye. Thanks guys. <laughs>